at what point are you going to decide to get your stuff your in ish. order? When mm-hmm. are you going to decide to get that in place? You are not promised tomorrow. So please stop thinking that you do. You are making arrogant assumptions over God's time. You're listening to the Move to Millions podcast with Dr. Darnell J. Harmon. If you're ready for high-level conversations that position and prepare you to move your company, cash flow and connection to and beyond the million dollar mark, let's get this party started. episode is powered by God Girls Making Millions. I am so excited for you if you are a God girl who has been looking without success for a new community to have those safe, vulnerable, transparent conversations with women who get you because they are you. Go now to godgirlsmakingmillions.com to learn more and submit your application. Today, I have a treat for you. This interview was Fire! Oh, so much fire. Fire, first and foremost, because we were talking about one of my favorite topics, actually two of my favorite topics, like called smushed in together in one. My guest today is Mariah Street. Mariah is the CEO of Legacy Street Law. Let me read her bio. This conversation, she was just a spitfire the whole time. Energy so high, could tell how passionate she is about talking about legacy and business succession planning. Mariah Street Esquire is a successful attorney, speaker, and consultant, and the CEO and managing attorney of Legacy Street Law. She provides comprehensive legal business services, legacy planning, asset protection, and business succession planning for legacy-minded business leaders and their families. Mariah has helped hundreds of clients build and protect their business, family, and legacy, and has served as legal counsel and a legacy-driven strategist for many notable government agencies, corporations, and nonprofits. Y'all, we created something that you didn't even know you need. We created the Entrepreneur's Legacy Kit. You're welcome. Grab your pen, grab your paper, and let's jump into my conversation with Mariah. Mariah Street, welcome to the Move to Millions podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor and a pleasure as always. I have been looking forward to this conversation because the work that you do, and I'm not going to steal your thunder. I'm going to let you introduce yourself in a second. But the work that you do, that's all up in my area. And I want as many people as possible to understand the importance and significance of creating legacy and both sides of legacy. I mean, yeah, sure, pass down the recipes, but I need you to pass down some cash too. Okay. Right? Because legacy is financial. But before we get all up in and through, take a quick moment and just tell everybody who you are in your own words. Yes, absolutely. Well, I hold a lot of titles. I think above all, I'm definitely a believer in child of God, daughter, sister, friend, all that good stuff. Um, I'm also a speaker, writer, consultant, and attorney. So um, I own my own law firm, uh, Legacy Street Law, and I'm based in North Carolina, but I do serve clients across the country. And I specifically focus my firm around legacy and estate planning, as well as business law. So on the business law side, we'll help people really create that foundation for their business so that it's solid so they can actually, yeah, maybe eventually if it's a goal of theirs to pass the business down, there are certain things that you got to have in place. You can't just be willy nilly passing your business down and your systems aren't in place, but your financials aren't looking tight. Your legal is not looking tight. So we make sure 
that you're building a business on a solid foundation. So we'll do IP law as well, intellectual property, contracts, business formation, the whole nine. And then on the legacy and estate planning side, we'll do your estate planning. So wills, trusts, that's a whole thing in and of itself, powers of attorney, your healthcare documents, which is extremely important, I think, as we all found out from the pandemic. Right. And also, if you have a business, then business succession planning as well. I'm just making sure that what you have accumulated during life, any and everything is being passed down in the way that you desire it to be passed down. That's the main goal is to make sure that it's in the way that you want. And we just put in place the legal vehicles and the legal tools to accomplish those goals for you. So I love the work that I do. I started this firm based on my own personal experiences. My mom passed away at a very young age. She was only 46. That's like my age right now. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was traumatic to say the least because she was not sick. I think a lot of people think that we think we're going to live forever. And that's just the nature of life. Death knows no respecter of age, financial status. It don't matter who you are. So yeah, so she passed away at 46. I was in college at the time. I was about to be, uh, I was a junior at the time. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, she, like most people, didn't have an estate plan in place. And so, of course, that means that, unfortunately, somebody else gets to write the narrative of your legacy. And unfortunately, that person is the government. So (laughs) that person is the government. So state laws got to determine what happened to all of my mother's things. And unfortunately, like all of that ended up going to my dad. And to this day, me or, or my brother, I have a younger brother. He's six years younger than me. He was in high school at the time. I know it's very traumatic for him as well. But yeah, none of us have seen a penny of her estate. To this day. So wow. wow. <laughs> I know that was her intention. That was absolutely. Not her and that's why I was so excited that we could have this conversation because I think people just take for granted. And I don't necessarily want this to be all about death, but we know we're all gonna die, right? And I don't know if you know, but we lost my father unexpectedly mm-hmm. in July. He was rushed to the emergency. A couple of days later we found out it was cancer. And then a couple of days after that, that it was stage four incurable. And they said he had days, maybe weeks, 33 days from the day he rushed to the emergency, my dad is out of here. And similarly, there was no estate. There was no plan. There was no anything. Now, my brother and I, we had enough foresight when he got rushed to the emergency. We had a basic will and a power of attorney directive signed by him when he was still coherent, which allowed us to do many of the things that we needed to do, but we waited till the last second. Like, and we need to, as people, those of you who are currently under the sound of my voice and Mariah's voice, we need to stop waiting until the last second. Listen, I'm all on the pedestal about legacy and not just any legacy, but financial legacy, right? I have these t-shirts that say, legacy is financial, right? And because legacy needs to be financial. Yeah, go ahead and give them your recipes, But can we leave the next generation better than it was for us? Like, that's what it's about for me. And that's why I was so excited that we were going to get an opportunity to have this conversation because I don't think that we don't think about it. Like on the flip side, my mom, who was on hospice and was supposed to die many years ago, we did all of her directors, all of her funerals already planned, all of the things. And she's still here. She, my husband always says she's going to outlive us all. Praise God. I think that, the planning and the preparation is what creates the provision for God to, you know what I mean? Like, I think that there's something to the fact that we went through the process of what it's going to be when her time does come 
in advance that has elongated her life. I mean, I don't know how true that is, but that is what I feel in my spirit. When I think about entrepreneurs, right? The people who listen to the Move to Millions podcast, they're entrepreneurs, they're millions minded. They wanna make millions of dollars in a year and hopefully not just to buy the things, but to ultimately set up some legacy minded things, some trusts, some wills, some business succession plans. And that's what I want us to talk about today. I want you to make it simple. And I also want you to implore our listeners to connect with you or somebody else who can help them with estate planning so that they don't wait. I'm going to say this one more thing. And I promise you guys, I wasn't thinking that this episode would be all about death. But listen, we're all going to die at some point in time, right? We can't live a thing alive. We're all going to (laughs) go. And I literally just, I didn't get to go because I was coming back from Phoenix, but a friend from college just died. A really good Mm -hmm. friend, her husband didn't wake up a couple of years ago. And so we think we have more time. We have no idea how much time we have. And if you are an entrepreneur and you have your own business, you need a plan. Just like you're planning to move to millions, you need to plan for the succession once you get those millions. So Mariah, like- Absolutely. Let's create, if you will, a- entrepreneur's legacy kit. If there were such a thing, what would be the things that would need to be included in an entrepreneur's legacy kit? And I'm going to take note. Ooh, okay. Okay, well, let's start just about the things that you're building now, right? So if you think about your business, make sure that, and I kind of talked about this just a little bit prior, but make sure that you have the solid legal foundations of your business in place. That is essential right now. I mean, you need to have that in place now just to run your business so that you don't get sued. So let's keep that all the way real. Make sure that you have your contracts, depending on your company, your industry, whatever it is, there are certain things that you're going to have to have in place. If you're running your business online, you need to make sure that your website is protected. If you're selling services via your website, do you have your privacy policy in place? Do you have your terms and conditions By the way, having a privacy policy is required by law. You're actually Mm -hmm. supposed to have a privacy policy on your website if you are selling services or products on a site. That's not even negotiable. That's not a nice to have. You must. That's not a nice to have. Like everybody right now, pause (laughs) the episode, go look at your website and make sure you have a privacy policy. If you do not see a privacy policy, call Mariah ASAP. Her information is in the show notes. ASAP. Okay. All right. What else? So basic, solid legal foundations in place. Yes. Basic, solid legal foundations in place. Make sure you have your contracts. You're working with clients. Make sure you have your client services agreement, whether Mm -hmm. it's coaching, whether it's consulting, whatever it is that you're doing. If you work with vendors, you need to have a vending agreement. If you have a partner in your business, you need to make sure you have a partnership agreement. All of those things, make sure if you have an LLC, you need to make sure you have an operating agreement. If you have a corporation, you need to make sure you have bylaws. All of these things you have got to have in place. If you're an entrepreneur who's planning on maybe selling their business in the future, Mm -hmm. ain't nobody buying your business without this stuff in place. And that's on period. And that's just on period. So you need to make sure if you don't know what you need to have in place, you need to consult with an attorney to make sure that you have, because each business, there are some things that are across the board that will be the same, but depending on your industry and depending on what you're doing and what you're selling, those Mm -hmm. things can be different. So you need to make sure that you're getting advice that is pertaining to what you do in your specific business. So with that, yes, contracts. All of us, I know a lot of people that you work with too, 
Ms. Danielle, have a lot of IP. You're creating a lot of different things. You're creating courses, creating ebooks, whatever it is that you're creating. You're writing books, potentially, whatever it is. You need to make sure that that stuff is also protected. So your trademarks and your copyrights, if you are have an invention and you're an inventor, you need to make sure you're getting your stuff patented. If you have a trade secret, so I liken that to the Coca-Cola formula. So Mm -hmm. something like that, or yeah, something like that, where you have a specific secret formula that you need want to protect. You need to make sure you have that in place and protected and all of that. So yeah, just making sure that you're getting your things trademarked, all of your stuff copyrighted, making sure that you have all of that in place for sure. Right. And I kind of talked about this earlier, but I know a lot of us might be accidental entrepreneurs and we just kind of start and we're not thinking about some of the foundational stuff. So if you need to go back to when you first formed your business, depending on the type of entity that you form, there are certain documents that you'll need in place that govern the way that your business operates. So like I said before, if you have an LLC, you should have an operating agreement, period corporation, your bylaws and all of that. And also moving away from some of the legal stuff, some of the practical things. Mm-hmm. And I know Darielle talks about this in her programs and stuff, but SOPs, mm-hmm. okay, your standard operating procedures, you mm-hmm. need to make sure if, if you're wanting to pass down your business to whoever it is, they got to know how to run it. And mm-hmm. your SOPs need to be in place such that somebody can step in today Let's say that you don't even pass away. Let's say you're in the hospital for an extended period of time. Who is going to be able to step in and look at the things that you have recorded, your audio, your videos, your checklist, all of the things that govern. If they cannot read all of those things and listen to all of that and run your business, then you need to go back and work on your SOPs. That's so important. I just want to stop right there before we even continue. We had a, a situation happen with a client, I think it was about a year or so ago at this point. She was found in her home, passed out, and no one knew how long she had been there. They took her to the emergency. She was in a coma, like completely incoherent for a long period of time. Family members wanted to close her business. She had been working on SOPs. There wasn't a very clear operating agreement. There were a lot of things that weren't right. Family wanted to shut down her business. I'm grateful that she was in our program And some of the people who were also service providers that helped her reached out to me so that I could get my attorney, who is barred in her city, to step in to save her company. Today, I don't know what they expected, but today she is alive. She is breathing. She is kicking. She is getting better and better and better. And her company is growing because we had enough foresight as a community to make sure that We helped to get some of these things in place quickly so that they wouldn't shut down her company. We're going to take a quick break. But before we do what you've talked about so far, I just want to make sure everybody caught it. We're building for you an entrepreneur's legacy kit. So you're going to need to make sure that your business has a solid legal foundation in place. And there are tons of things that Mariah talked about there. You need your intellectual property protection. You need your standard operating procedures. And we're going to come and we're going to talk about more. We're going to continue building this kit when we come back from the break. We'll be right back. Hey, God girl, have you attended event after event looking for up-level conversation only to realize you've outgrown the rooms you used to frequent for inspiration and implementation? I want to invite you to spend three days immersing yourself in a safe space where you can have deep, vulnerable, and transparent conversations about what life beyond the money looks like. I know how you feel and you are looking for more. 
more meaning, alignment, impact, connections, freedom, expression, self-care, and insight on how to shift your life so that your business continues to grow with less flex and more flow. Join us at God Girls Making Millions. Applications are now open. Apply today at GodGirlsMakingMillions.com. I'll see you in Miami. Welcome back. You're listening to the Move to Millions podcast. Our guest today is the Mariah Street, and we are talking about legacy, but specifically, we're talking about the Entrepreneur's Legacy Kit and the things that you need to start thinking about now to make sure that your business, all the work you're doing, all of the blood, the sweat, the tears, the hustle and the grind, you know, I don't advocate for that, but I know you're out there hustling anyway, that all of that is not for naught at the point in which you can no longer operate your business. It doesn't even necessarily, as we were just talking about before the break, have to be that you're out of here. It could just be that you can't work, that you could get pregnant and have to go on bed rest or anything could happen. Is your business going to succeed if you cannot be there? There is no way, write this down if you're taking notes, there is no way that you can make the move to millions without having these things in place. And so we've been building out for you this Entrepreneur's Legacy Kit. You're welcome. We've been doing it for you because we love you that much and we want your business to make the impact that you created it for. And so right now we've got three things in this Legacy Kit. We've got your solid legal foundation, we've got your intellectual property protection, and we've got your standard operating procedures. Mariah, what else belongs in this Legacy Kit? You need insurance. Ooh, yes. <laughs> need insurance and probably a lot of it to be honest <laughs> so on two fronts mm-hmm. i'm gonna go with both ways i actually tell all of my clients this so y'all are getting the tea i tell this in consultations you need business insurance for mm-hmm. your business so obviously that protects you from liability in case you get sued da, 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 all of that But you also need insurance from the perspective of if something were to happen to you, it's similar to life insurance before your business. And a lot of people call it key person's insurance Mm -hmm. or key man's insurance. As Danielle says, I'm not a life insurance agent. I don't play one on TV. So you need to go and seek advice about your specific situation, how much you need, all of that. But you need that for your business because if something were to happen You don't want to have to drain your business's profits and your business's revenue in order to pay off debts, in order to, if you plan on selling it, you don't want any of that money to have to come out of your business's pocket. So the insurance is there for you to be able to like seriously pass down a business if you would like to. And even if you don't and you just want to wrap things up, that money is going to help your family or whoever to wrap things up without having to pull money out of the out of your estate, shoot, or whatever. And that's money that could be going to your spouse, to your kids, to your nieces and nephews, to your aunts and uncles, your siblings. That's important money. You want to keep, look, millionaires and billionaires, they have mastered the art of keeping money, not just making. So I need for y'all to like learn some of these tools and how to keep money. This is a way that you keep money is having insurance. It's not a nice to have. Insurance is not a nice to have on either front. You also need personal life insurance. I will go ahead and put that out there. You need insurance for your life, especially if you are married. And if you have kids, if you have people that are depending on your income, you definitely need that as well. You need Um, disability insurance. Disability insurance. 
Health insurance. insurance. There's, like you said, a lot of insurance that you need in order to do this. Like, I know there are a lot of people who used to work in corporate America. They left mass exodus. They got fired, whatever. They attempted to do COBRA. COBRA was really expensive for, I'm talking specifically about health insurance right now. So they didn't do it and they are unprotected. Yeah. Listen, the one thing you don't want is to end up in the hospital and get those hospital bills. It is worth it in the short term to pay for it in advance and to never need it, then to need it and not have it. And that's the benefit of having insurance for all of these insurances, which I think are really, really important. All right, what else is in this legacy kit? Yes, so I'll talk about business succession for a little bit. So there's a lot of moving pieces to this. A lot of this is encompassing of some things that we've actually already mentioned. So if you form your company, whatever is governing that form that is governing your entity, so your operating agreements, your bylaws and your Mm -hmm. partnership agreements, your all of that, you'll want to kind of have a plan in there. Actually, there should be some stuff in there about what is going to happen. Should something happen to you or if you're in business with other people, this is especially important because if something happens to you, a lot of people don't want to be in business with your spouse. Right. So that's what's going to happen. Typically, if you're married or it's going to go to whoever their next of kin is determined by your state's laws. And then there's just a whole mess. And you're going to have to deal with people who aren't even business minded, most likely. Right. And it's going to be a whole thing. So you kind of need to be thinking about even just I don't say dumbing it down, but just base level. Be thinking about what is your vision for your company? Mm -hmm. Are you wanting to sell it? If so, then you might be looking at getting in place some sort of buy-sell agreement. And if you're wanting to pass it down, who is taking it over? Who is managing your company after you don't want to? And I'll say this too, we think about business succession in terms of when we die or whatever, but also we kind of mentioned what happens if you're just incapacitated, if you just, you're in the hospital, you can't make decisions, who's making those decisions? So your documents and things need to outline that. But also, what if you just want to retire? You just wake up one day and be like, I'm out of here. This is for the birds. I don't want to do this no more. Right. And you're moving on to your next calling. You're moving on to whatever God has called you to do next. Okay, so what's the plan for that? You just need to kind of be at a base level right now. Like people always ask me, well, what do you do to get started? Start thinking about those things. Because a lot of people come to me and they don't know. And I'm like, well, I mean, I'm just your guy. I'm here to put in place your goals and your vision. So I need you to come to me with some vision. I need you to come to me because then that's also going to determine the legal tools and the vehicles that we put in place. So I need for you to come and be ready to talk about, okay, this is who I want to leave it to. They're already prepped and primed. They're da, da, da. And going into that with business succession, you need to pinpoint who that person is. I'll say this. For me, I'm an owner of a law firm, and this might be true in a lot of other professional industries too. If you're listening to this and you're in a professional field, like where you have to be licensed, like doctor, a therapist, an attorney, or financial professional or whatever. I know for lawyers that the people that you pass a law firm down to, they can only be attorneys. Mm -hmm. So I technically can't pass down my law firm to my children unless they are an attorney whenever that happens. I mean, I don't have kids right now, y'all. But you have to think about these things. And that's kind of where bouncing ideas off of a professional can help because that's going to come out in these conversations. Because I think a lot of people think that, oh, I can pass it down. Maybe you can't, though. Maybe you can't pass it down to your kids. So And maybe your kids don't want it. Right. Right. Like we have had these conversations and my husband does not want incredible one enterprises. 
if something happens to me or if I decide that I don't want to do this business anymore, he doesn't want it. Like he's been very clear about that. And so as we were going through this process with our own legacy management team and figuring out all of the things that we needed, I had to make some really tough decisions and I had to figure out what happened if, because he's not interested in seeing it continue. And so a big part of ours is making sure that our IP gets to live on. So going through the process of developing and trademarking and protecting all of our content so that we could license it so that even though Incredible One Enterprises could potentially cease to exist, our content, the move to millions method, all of our frameworks and methodologies, we have like 25 different frameworks that we teach from for our clients. All of those things are protected so that they could all be licensed and other companies could use our stuff to continue the work that we do out in the world. And so that was something that I had to think about as a part of my plan. And I wasn't really ready to think about it, but it was essential. I want to read something that you wrote when you put the things in for what you want to talk about on the episode. You said, securing our legacy is about being a leader, being a good steward, and being intentional about our decisions and about understanding that our decisions affect the spheres of influence that are tied to us. I wanted to make sure that we got to talk about that. Yeah. Because this legacy kit is the bomb.com and we are really creating an amazing tool for everybody who's listening. For real. But securing your legacy is about being a leader. About being a leader. Mm. Curing your legacy is about being a good steward. steward. Mm. Mm. And securing your legacy is about being intentional about your decisions and understanding that your decisions affect the spheres of influence that are tied to you. Correct. Okay, we just got to pull on that for a second. So... I'm just talking about how it hit me when I read it. Like, I know I'm a leader, right? I know I'm a good steward. Yeah. But I didn't connect the dots the way that I did when I read that. Like, that if you are focused on legacy, that means that you have decided that your leadership skills are going to win over your fears. Correct. Your doubts. Even your disbeliefs that you're one day going to not be here, right? Like whatever the things are you've been telling yourself, you've decided that leadership is more important if you focus on securing your legacy. And I wanted to make sure that I pull that out so that we could talk about leadership and the role that leadership plays in legacy, because I think that it's important because that goes in the leadership legacy kit. I mean, the entrepreneur's legacy kit, I didn't give it a new name. It goes in the entrepreneur's legacy kit. It's a leadership plan. Let's talk about leadership for a little bit. I'm just going to leave it to you to talk about it and I'm going to add it to the list. Yes, that is good. Because I thought about it too when I was, I was, I felt like I was just in the spirit when I wrote things Girl, I'll be doing that too. I'd be like, I said that. You shut up. Like, oh, <laughs> shoot, that's good. <laughs> Ooh, the way that you said it hit me, I feel like you have decided to be a leader above all things, above all your fears and all of that. It starts with the decision, like it you does. said. It starts with a decision. Am I going to boss up and fill the role of leader mm-hmm, of my life? Of my life? Because I think a lot of us think that we're not leaders. Even if anybody in here was not an entrepreneur, you're still a leader because you're a leader of yourself. Mm-hmm. If you have a family, you are a leader of your family. Mm-hmm. If you have friends, like I said, spheres of influence that are, it doesn't matter what the sphere is. It could be mm-hmm. anything. It could be anything. So if you've decided to do that, then you are required to be a good steward. Oh, Mariah. Oh, girl. Okay, we about to take a break, y'all. We all need a minute. 
to get ourselves together after that. We'll be right back after this. You haven't applied for God Girls Making Millions yet? God Girl, what you waiting on? Stop what you're doing right now and go to God Girls Making Millions. Why? Because for the first time ever, I'm doing something that has not been done and wasn't done for me. When I got to the seven-figure mark, I looked around and there were tons of events that were serving people at the six-figure mark and very few that were serving people at seven. I needed a new room, a new room where I could have an up-level conversation, where I could let my hair down and truly step fully and vulnerably into the CEO God has created me to be. And since I couldn't find it, I've created it for you. Join me at God Girls Making Millions. Go submit your application now to be in a room with women on your level, ready also to ascend to their next level. GodGirlsMakingMillions.com. Submit your application today. Welcome back. You're listening to the Move to Millions podcast. My guest today is Mariah Street. And y'all, we are building out the Entrepreneur's Legacy Kit. Oh my goodness. I have no words. Like, I don't know if you remember what Mariah just said before we went to the break, but just in case you don't remember, like you are required. If you are a leader, this is the Darnielle version of what Mariah said. If you are a leader, then you are required to be a good steward. Oh, put the credit card down, anime. Some of y'all need to stop. Oh, that was so good. I was looking at while we were on the break, you said, We need to know the strategies of how to keep the bag, something that our counterparts have mastered, and it's time for us to get on the same page. So that just correlates so nicely with this. If you are a leader, you are required to be a good steward. Yeah, you are required. If you're not willing to steward over what you have been called to manage while you are alive, what's happening? What's going on? That is not the trait of a leader. A leader does not back down They are very resolved. Leaders are very resolved in the mission of whatever it is that they're trying to do. That's true. They are anchored in it. Mm -hmm. They're anchored in it. And so they're going to do whatever it takes. It doesn't matter how much time. It doesn't matter how much resources. It doesn't matter how much money. They are going to find a way to make it so that whatever it is that they have been called to do in this season, whoever they've been called to manage over, whoever they've been called to lead in, that the people that they're leading over are taken care of no matter what. Yeah, that's so good. are compassionate in that way. Like a leader should be that. That's a form of servant, servanthood Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and being compassionate about what you have been called to manage in this life. I just love that legacy is predicated on leadership. Yes. Like, I just... There's no way. Right. Like, I mean, you know how you know something, but you don't know it? Like, and I just heard you say it, or I just read it, and I'm like, oh, that is so good. Yeah. I want everybody to start looking at being a leader differently, because I think that if you consider yourself to be a leader, and if you run your own business, you are growing your own company, you are, in fact, a leader, then there is a responsibility. You have a fiscal responsibility to be a good steward... So that those that are going to be here when you are not, are not paying for the decisions that you did or didn't make when you were supposed to be leading. Right. Decisions that you made or didn't make when you were supposed to be leading. That part right there. Yeah. That is so good. Oh, my gosh. Let's go back through our 
Entrepreneur's Legacy Kit so we can see if there's anything that we missed. So we're going to start with the solid legal foundation and having all, right. all of our contracts, our privacy policies, terms and agreements, operating yeah. agreement, vendor agreement, partnership agreement, etc. We're going to yes. have our intellectual property protection for our trademarks and our copyrights. We're going to have our standard operating procedures. We're going to have right. all the insurances, business insurance, key person insurance, life insurance, health insurance. We're going to have a business succession plan and we're going to figure out the succession plan for our business by asking ourselves, what is our vision for our company? And right. we're going to have a leadership plan. Yes. Is there anything else that needs to go in this entrepreneur's legacy kit? All right. One last thing that I definitely, because the attorney, you guys need a personal estate plan. You need a personal estate plan, period, point blank. I don't care who you are. Get it done. Stop playing around. We talked about, and I'm sorry, but this gets me so fired up every time. We talked to me just about being a leader. A leader doesn't say things like, my family's going to take care of it when I'm gone, so I don't need to do nothing. A leader does not say, well, I don't, I feel like I don't have anything. So quote, quote, I'm doing air quotes. So I don't need to plan. Hold on a second. Do people really say not leaders? Do people really say my family will take care of it when I'm gone? You would be surprised at what I hear. In my wow. Family. I mean, I know you would know because that's what you're talking <laughs> to people about all day, every day. That's cray cray. Yeah. Oh, and oh, I need to get to a certain place before mm -hmm. I do this. Mm, yeah. I shared my own personal story. At what point are you going to decide to get your stuff your in ish. order? Because I was going to listen. <laughs> mm -hmm. When are you going to decide to get that in place? You are not promised tomorrow. So please stop thinking that you do. You are making arrogant assumptions over God's time. Oh, girl. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry for all of your edges that are no longer on your head. You said, Mariah, you said they are making arrogant assumptions based on God's time. Oh, girl, I got to write that down. You are trying to put your own feet in God's shoes as if you know when something's going to happen. What people always are like, well, I'll do it when I do this. And it's like, well, what happens if you don't do that? Right. What is the X thing doesn't happen? Like what? Then what? Okay, yeah. well, then you're still at the place where you were. So, and then if something happens to you tomorrow, and guess what? Like, we're talking about being a leader. Mm, if something happens to you, if you care so deeply about your family, let's just talk about your family for a second. Mm -hmm. If you care so deeply about your family, of which you are a leader of, then why are you leaving it up to chance as far as if they're going to be taken care of should something happen to you? Yeah, that's, that's good. irresponsible. It's irresponsible. It is. I can tell you this because I am on the other side. I've been on the other side of that where my mom did not do planning. And I love my mom. She was my best friend. Mm -hmm. But I wish to God she would have sat down and done an estate plan. Yeah. For real. <laughs> like for real. Like I know she would have wanted money to go. I was in college at the time. I know she would have wanted some money to go to my college tuition. This is before I went to law school. She oh. knew I wanted to be an attorney. Mm -hmm. I've wanted to be an attorney for a really long time. So she actually knew my dreams of being an attorney. So I knew she would have wanted some money set aside. And she was big on education. She was a college professor at a college. So education was extremely important to her. So I know she would have wanted that. I know she would have wanted for me to have a down payment for my first home. I ended up buying a house. I know she would have wanted some seed money for me to start my business. 
if you care that much about your kids and even your, your spouse to make sure that they just aren't freaking struggling when something happens, they're already grieving. Don't make it harder. Are you kidding me? Leader does not do that. And I'll say this. I think a lot of people think, too, that an estate plan is something that you get in place and you set it and forget it. It's not. It is a living and breathing plan that grows and breathes and shrinks as your life does. So the point that you're trying to get to doesn't matter. Please divorce yourself from that thought immediately. Because the plan that you put in place now is probably not going to be the same. Maybe even five, even three years from now, your life could change. You could have more kids. You could have kids. You could get married. You could get divorced. Like somebody that you name in the plan, potentially something could happen to them. Like you just have to make sure that all of the things are, the law changes. Shoot. Sometimes contact my clients and be like, hey, this law changed. It impacts your plan. Let's sit down and strategize. So that we can make sure that it's still accomplishing the goals that you have set out to accomplish. Okay. So please get it out of your mind that you need to get to a certain place in your life or your business to do a business succession plan. You need to think now, what do you want right now? Because, okay, yes, it'll change. That's why you need to have a good relationship with an attorney. Y'all need to start like you as a business owner, you should probably have a good relationship with a bank. You have a good relationship with them. Let's add that to to the list. Yeah, the professional relationships. Professional relationships. You definitely need to have a good relationship with the people that you bank with so that if you need some money, you need a loan or whatever, then they know your face. You sit down with them. Even just annually, you go and make an appointment with the person that you have made a relationship with. They're there to work for you anyway. So make sure that you take advantage of it. So do that. But that's this is the benefit of having a good relationship. An attorney is supposed to be a trusted advisor for you. Mm-hmm. And I pray that each of you listening, that you find that person as part of your financial and legacy team yeah. so that you can go to them When your life does change, when the law does change, when family dynamics change, whatever the case is, you can go and say, hey, you can just call them up and say, hey, this happened. Can we sit down and talk? And I'm so more than willing. I love it when people are involved in their legacy. Mm -hmm. I love that because I'm like, yeah, let's sit down and have a conversation. I genuinely want what is best for the people that I work with. And I pray that you all find that trusted advisor that is going to do the same for you. And you should, as you should. Yeah, I think this is amazing. Like, I didn't know when we started this conversation that we were going to give entrepreneurs the game. Like, we literally just created the Entrepreneur's Legacy Kit. Like, there are nine things in the Legacy Kit, y'all. Like, this is amazing. I'm excited for those of you who are listening and who will listen back to this episode over and over and over again to figure out what you need to be thinking about now. I'm really big into being proactive instead of being reactive. And I think when it comes to legacy, you absolutely need to be proactive and not reactive. And so here's your opportunity to literally start working through this pseudo checklist that we just created for you in this episode. Make sure that your legacy will lead. Yes. Right? Or that your leadership will create a legacy. Either way, you want to do it, right? But I think that we all want our legacy to lead, right? We want when we have decided that, or it has been decided for us that our son has set, I want my legacy to lead for my family, for my future babies, for my future grandbabies. Like, I want for them to not have to figure out what they're going to do now because I had enough foresight and enough vision to decide in advance, like, that I was going to leave them. One of my biggest dreams, Mariah, is that when my children and even my grandchildren, when they turn 18 
and they're at that crossroad and they're trying to decide, do they go to college? Do they start a business? Like, what do they do? Do they get a trade? Like, what are they doing? Whichever option they choose is completely funded because of Darnell, whichever one. So if they choose to go to college and let's say they get a scholarship, then they can take that money and it's their first house or that's seed money for their first business. Or if they decide they don't want to go to college, they want to be an entrepreneur like whoever I am to them, there's the seed money for their first business. Like there's a trust, a trust that has already been established that has guidelines and parameters because I led with my legacy so that I could determine for them how they would use my legacy to go to their next level. Girl, oh, this is so good. Almost don't want it to end, but I know that we do have to start to round things down. Is there, you said so much, so powerful. Anything else that we didn't cover that is important for listeners to know about their legacy kit? I kind of mentioned it, but I would say make sure you have a legacy team. So you need to have, yes, your life We're insurance. Add that. We put that as per business professional. So we'll say. Yes, 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 exactly. Your business professional. So your life insurance agent, your estate planning attorney, your business attorney. Sometimes they can be the same people. I do both. So mm-hmm. you can find that in the same person um, or maybe you could have different people. It doesn't matter. But as long as you have both and then your CPA, you need to make sure you got a good CPA, good relationship with a good CPA or a CFO or financial team, whatever, potentially a certified financial planner. If you're looking to really build generational wealth during life, they could help you create a real plan surrounding your goals. So just some of those people, I might be leaving some people off. If you're into real estate, make sure you got a good real estate broker, you know, all of that. Make sure you have just good. And we talk about this all the time. So there's a comprehensive list somewhere. Okay, cool. All of the things that they need to think about. Now, before I let you go, got to ask you our closing questions to round out our time together. This has been fabulous. I'm so excited for our listeners because they have a plan that they can start working right now. So before I let you go, what is your favorite quote? Oh, my favorite quote, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Yeah, Matthew I love Matthew 6.33. Awesome. That's my anchor scripture. So yeah. And then what's the book that you read that has made a difference as you continue to move your business to millions? Ooh, Y'all, I have read so many. Two, I'm going to cheat, but I'm going to say two. So one is Never Split the Difference by Chris mm-hmm. Voss. It's a book on like negotiation, but it is really, if you're a business owner, you have got to pick that book up. It is so life-changing just with any of the conversations you have in business with clients or just any person. It, it's very helpful. It, shoot, it helps in your personal life as well. So definitely that. And now, if you're going to cheat, you need to have your books ready, ma'am. You can't cheat and then take your time answering the question. The last book that I read that I really loved was Clockwork by Mike McCowitz. Yeah. Also wrote Profit First in case y'all know. Oh, I love all his books, but I really love that. It's about kind of making sure it's systematizing your business. Mm -hmm. And that kind of helps with the legacy of newer kid. If you're really looking to make sure that your business runs without you, get Clockwork. Yeah, that's a great book too. And then what's the one tool you swear by? The Bible for guidance and anchoring. You need something to anchor you for sure. For me, that's the Bible and Jesus Christ. (laughs) And then also therapy. Look at you with all these, you're just a cheater. Look at you. Taking all these extra latitudes. No, it's all good. I I actually love both of them. Yeah, and what I love about that, you got to start us on a whole nother episode that just because you have Jesus doesn't mean you don't need a therapist. So I love that you recognize the difference and you have both. 
This has been an absolutely amazing conversation. Thank you so much for coming and imparting into our listeners and just adding so much value. I love watching you shine out in the world. I love what you're up to. I even love having had an opportunity to participate in your journey. So yeah, this has been really, really great. Thank you so much for being here. We'll make sure that we put all of your deets in the show notes so people can connect with you and find you, especially if they don't have an attorney on their own legacy team. So thanks again for hanging out with us and we'll see you guys again soon. (laughs) Okay. Have you written down everything you need to put in your entrepreneur's legacy kit listen it got me so excited to help mariah serve you in that way to give you exactly what you need to be focused on as you endeavor to take your business to the next level i am so excited for you if you enjoyed this conversation then you want to do me a huge favor you want to make sure that you rate and review the podcast if you haven't left us a rating and review yet we need you to continue getting this podcast into more countries around the world. And you'll also want to make sure you check out the show notes because that'll tell you how you can find Mariah to follow her for more legacy-minded tips. This conversation, it was so power-packed. There were so many things. She said a couple things that got me. Number one, when you don't create your legacy plan, you are making an arrogant assumption that you can defy God's timing. Oh, that was so good. And when she said that If you are a leader, you are required to be a good steward. Listen, even I was kind of clutching my pearls because it was one of those kind of moments. And the nuggets just kept going and going and going. You now have a legacy kit. You know exactly what you need to have in there, which I think is really amazing so that nothing stops you from establishing your legacy. Because as Mariah said, leaders are anchored into establishing a legacy. I'm so excited about your legacy because you had an opportunity to listen to this episode. I want you to get to work, putting it all together, creating those relationships so that you can get everything done in order to be able to say, you did it. You created a legacy that's gonna live long after you have decided to not do this work or your son has said. We never wanna talk about this kind of stuff, but we have to. You heard my episode talking about my father and what that did to us. I don't want that to be your story. I don't want that to be what you experience. And that's why I'm going to keep talking about legacy. And in this case, the leadership of legacy, because I know that you as a leader are required to be a good steward over your legacy. I'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you for joining me for the Move to Millions podcast. The way I see it, you deserve a business that generates millions. If you're ready to get started, grab our Move to Millions quick start guide and join our online community at movetomillionsgroup.com. If you enjoyed our time together, do yourself a favor, head on over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Until next time, remember, millions are your birthright. And to access them, all you have to do is move. I'll see you next time. Take care. Oh, 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 oh